Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Back here to Teamer Field, start of the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown, after a big stop on third and two, will receive the punt. They're going to move right to left now. Fam Moat at the 30-yard line to punt is Gregory. Is an okay snap. Flags down now. And let's see who the penalty's on. As the officials make the motion, it is a full start on Conestoga. They'll back them up five more yards, and that'll be big for Marple Newtown as they get an extra five yards of distance. Absolutely. You know what? Stoga's punter doesn't have about a five-second hang time here, and Moat and Fam can get underneath it. You can set up a nice play here on the punt return. Here we go. Gregory at the 20. It is a high end over end punt. Fam far side of the field. He waves for fair catch. Stefano nearly touched him far side, but no call. So the Tigers will start at the their own 35 here in the fourth quarter, moving right to left. 11.53 on the clock. They lead it 10 to 6. So Roninger out to lead the Tigers here and Christo at this point, you continue to go with what has worked and try and score and eat as much clock as possible. Absolutely. You know what would be great here, Greg, right now? To get some points, get a little bit of comfort room here, and get the your offense off the field. And let your defense, like they've been doing all year, making plays and stopping people. Moat in the backfield. It is a handoff to him on a little bit of a counter. He tries to bounce it out to the outside. He picks up four, four or five yards before he's brought down at the, about the 40. And he's brought down by number two. Andrew DeStefano, Andrew playing the cornerback position, has a couple tackles tonight, playing strong, coming up, taking Moat down. Moat runs for about a six-yard gain. So ball at the 40. It's second and five. Tigers on their own 40 to be exact. 11.26 to play. They lead it by four points, 10-6 to six here in the final quarter. Shiraki, receiver near side. You have the wingback, Rosanio. Fam and Moat in the backfield. No one far side of the field. It's a pitch to Moat to the near side of the field. He's going to try and string it out. He's got a first down across the 45. Crosses into midfield into Pioneer territory. Shoved out of bounds at the 46. And he's brought down by number 44, Grant Garbutt. Grant playing the outside linebacker position. Gets hooked initially by the offensive tackle. The offensive tackle turns his shoulders to get Moat to the outside. But you know what? Grant does a nice job fighting off the block eventually and bringing Moat down. But Moat does a great job with his speed and his vision getting up the field and running for the first down. 11 minutes left here in this game. Tigers lead 10-6. They are into Pioneer territory. Update for you. Springfield just scored to go up 14-7 over Upper Darby. Moat in the backfield with Rosanio. Fam near side. Wing back far side. Receiver Antista. Fam in motion to the far side. Handoff goes to Moat. He bounces inside up the middle. And he picks up six, seven yards and brought down at the Pioneer 38. Brought down by number 48, Riley Pritchett. Riley, the other outside linebacker we talked about all night, doing a nice job playing flat down the line, wrapping Moat up on that belly. 
And Christo, it seems like them giving the ball to Moat early on, even though he didn't get that much, the returns are paying off now. He's getting chunks of yards that Marble Newtown's liking to see here. Absolutely, because they're bringing that safety down to stop that fake sweep stuff, and the safety's in the outside of the box, and now you have a little bit more room to run inside. Second and two from the 38. Rodinger under center. Moat, Rosanio in the backfield. Handoff goes to Fam on an end around. Conestoga stayed home. It's going to be a loss as Pritchett takes him down out of bounds on the far side of the field. You know what? We talked about the outside linebackers once again. They're aggressive, and they're, they can bring people down. They're doing a nice job tonight. You know, sometimes they're getting caught off guard. Sometimes they're not. But right now they make a nice play for a loss of three yards. Defensive coordinator for Conestoga kind of geared them back a little bit. They were getting up the field a little too quickly, and now it's kind of helping them out. Absolutely. And you know what? When, you're, when you do that, you can make adjustments. You're a good defensive coordinator. So 10-6 lead, Marple Newtown, 9-25, third down and eight at the Pioneer 43. Wingbacks are Rosanio and Fan. Moat in the backfield, Rosanio motion near side. Rodinger's going to look to throw. He's got pressure, spins, and brought down for a sack and a big loss of like about seven. And he's brought down by number 54, MJ Moses. MJ playing that nose tackle position a little bit quicker of a guy than number 52 getting by everybody and bringing Ridinger down for the sack. And they've probably put the most hits on Ridinger all season as he now sets up to punt. And that's a tough one to take right there. Absolutely. You know, you lose another three yards and now you're fourth and 15 ready to punt. And here we go. Ridinger's punt to Gregory. And no fair catch. He's hit immediately at the 23. And he's brought down by number 44, Parker Moss. So 8.36 and as we mentioned at halftime, if you like defensive struggles, then you are listening to the correct game because it's 10-6 here. Marple Newtown leads in this final quarter. And Christo is a defensive coach. What are you telling your guys going out there? You know what? You can't give up the big play right here. You're still in a battle. You're up four points with about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. You have to keep everything in front of you and just try to keep things going just the way it has been all game. Viviano. I form. Fakes the handoff to Clark. He's going to look to throw. He's going to step up in the pocket now. As he has pressure, he's going to throw to Pritchett at the 30. And it is caught and close to a first down. You know what? He was brought down by number 24, Ryan Schallenberger. You know what? Ryan doing a nice job on the coverage there, but still, Conestoga goes for an eight-yard gain. And now they're moving the ball once again. Official spot at the 31. It'll be second down and two as the first down chains are spotted up at the 33-and-a-half yard line. 8-6-0-6 to play. Tigers lead 10-6. I form again. Vivanio under center. Two wide receivers. Long snap again. Still waiting. Handoff goes to Clark. He tries to barrel up the middle for a first down. It's going to be very close to that marker. And he's brought down by number 75, Ken Smith. Ken Smith doing a good job that defensive end position, fighting off the blocks to, to bring him down there for a gain of one yard. And there is going to be a timeout on the field for the measurement here, Christo. And we will stay here in the 7.33. And Christo now, as time continues to move, that what we believe was kind of still going for two points on that last touchdown is becoming ever bigger in this final total score here. Absolutely, you know, because just say, for example, you get those two points and now you're only down two and then you kick a field goal. You could possibly win the game. You know what? But they didn't get it. 
Marple played tough there, and now they're down four points, and now they need a touchdown to win this game instead of a field goal. And it's been tough going for the touch the points tonight, as we've mentioned, and this one is uh, by the nose of the football, a first down. That's very close. That's unbelievable. That is so close. That is literally maybe an inch they got that bot. So it is a first down, 7-33. Tigers lead by four points here in this fourth quarter as the officials try and move the men off the field. There was an injury man, injured man down on that play as well. Christo, conceivably, if they can stop him on this drive, this is Marple Newtown's game. It's probably they probably kind of still want him in time to get the ball back. Absolutely, but if you stop Marple and you still have your timeouts, you can still make it a game. I form three receivers. Vivano under center. He's going to look to throw near side on a quick slant. It is caught by Di Stefano on the near side at the 40, and he's three yards shy of a first down. He's brought down by number three, Joey Pham and Parker. Moss doing a nice job just laying the receiver out there. And I'll tell you what, 17 Viviano gets crushed by Schauenberger. He is uh, the quarterback for Conestoga. is definitely shaken up. And this has been a uh, not a game for the week as they've delivered some hits to each other tonight on both sides of the football in this one. And it'll be second and three. Ball at the Pioneer 41. 6.45 to play. Three wide. I form. Clark in the backfield. You got Gregory near side with Carter. Far side. Di Stefano, the receiver. Viviano. Long snap count again. Hand off to Clark. He tries to go off tackle and he gets the first down. Picks up four total yards at the 45. He's brought down. Tripped up by number 43, Ryan first. Ryan doing a good job. Tripping up the big bowling ball in the back there. But to Conestoga, here they go. Moving the ball. Getting first downs, keeping the clock moving, and this is Conestoga football right here. And at this point, you don't know who the advantage on the clock moving goes for, but obviously if Conestoga scores, it's, it's their advantage. Uh, conceivably, at this rate, they'll score with two minutes left or so. Absolutely. You know what? Everybody has their timeouts here, so anything can happen now. As they walk another player off for an injury... And it'll be first and ten. Ball spotted at the 45. Under 6.20 to play here. 6.15, 6.14. Tigers lead 10 to 6. And an nail-biter. As our statistician Sam Snyderman shakes his head yes to that comment. And near side receiver is Gregory. In the slot corner. Far side of the field, Pritchett. I form Clark in the, as the running back. Fakes the handoff to Clark. Viviano looks to throw. He's sacked! Sacked to the 35 by the Tigers! Brought down by number 24, Rye Schallenberger. Coming in on the blitz and bringing the QB down. That's huge. Clock running. Fourth, I'm sorry, third down. Loss of about eight yards. And Marples D's playing hard right now. And an important play call that time by the Tigers defensive coordinator with 5.30 left, Christo. Absolutely, he made the right call, and you know what? It doesn't come down to what type of defense you're playing. It doesn't come down to what you call. You have the horses you can play. Second and 20 at the Pioneer 35. They come out five wide receivers, empty backfield. Near side, Gregory in the slot. Pavanio, he's got nothing to throw. Four Tigers on a little stump screen. It's incomplete over the head of Pritchett and a flag uh-huh. down. Unbelievable. Unbelievable if they call this. 
And it, what is it going to be a hold call or pass interference? It looks like pass interference because Parker Moss bumped into him before the pass was thrown, and the tight end slips underneath. Now, if they call this, uh, oh. legal man down field, man field. So, right. so obviously, uh, you saw something that they did not, Christo. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm glad I shouldn't say anything at all. Just <laughs> in my corner. Well, I mean, it, it, I guess it could go either way. There was a lineman. Right next to him, so it's and we see that Delonzo, Coach uh, Delonzo, defensive coordinator, he is just dialing up the blitzes. There was probably four men going for the quarterback there. Absolutely. You know what? When you're running those five wide receiver sets, guess what? You only have five guys to block. So when you do that, you bring one, you bring one extra blitzer or one extra rusher, and you have he runs free to the quarterback. When he runs free to the quarterback, you have speed like these linebackers do. You get there before he throws it, and you can make a sack and just end this game. Coach Junta declining the penalty. Third and 20 at the Pioneer 35. Three receivers near side. Shotgun for Ravanio. Clark, Clark, the running back with him. He looks to throw. He's going to try and throw over the middle. In and out of the hands of number 23. Carter. It was tipped, though, by number 44 of the Tigers, Parker Moss. You know what? Linebackers have been playing great all night, along with the D-line. And that's what you need, a strong front seven to bring pressure and to stop people. And that's exactly what Marple's D is doing right now. So 4.58 left, 10.6, and they're going to punt. Gregory's going to punt here, 4th and 20. Obviously, probably a smart decision to try and go with your timeouts and shut down Marple. Absolutely, you have to. i got to be honest, Greg, there's still a lot of time left. You have five minutes. I'm sorry, 4.58 left in this game, and you can punt and play field position with three timeouts here. Punt, high, end over end, and this is going to have to either be, it's going to bounce down at the 30, nearly misses a Tiger Vesgo, and it's going to stop around the 18. I mean, that was an absolutely gorgeous punt. High, it was up there forever. You don't see too many with that type of hang time in the Central League or in high school football at all. That, that was, was like Randall. That was like a five-second <laughs> hang time and probably about a 60-yard punt. So Sean Landetta somewhere would, <laughs> would, would shed a tear if he saw that. 4.45 left in this one. 10-6 lead for Marple Newtown. The ball is spotted at their own 17-yard line. So a few first downs here could give Marple the victory. They're going to come out. Rosanio, the wingback. Antista, the receiver near side. You have Moat in the backfield. It's a pitch to Moat. Tries to cut up the field. He's got a big hole. He's got the first down across the 30 and brought down at the 35. Brought down by number 48, Riley Pritchett. You know what? Samara Moat's fast, and that's all you can say about the kid. He has speed, he finds the hole, he's getting upfield, getting first downs in the big game, keeping the clock moving, and you're doing what you're doing right now. And it's almost good that he didn't break that because, again, the, the, the object of the game now is clock management. Just drain this clock. Antista, receiver near side. Fam and Moat are in the backfield. Rosanio, wingback, far side, ball marked, far hash. Rodinger, handoff to Moat. He's got another hole. Cuts back to the far side of the field. He beats the Stefano, and then he grabs onto his shirt, and he finally brings him down at the 48 in Pioneer territory. Andrew DiStefano is holding on to Moat's jersey while Moat is dragging him down the field. And Moat coming up huge. He gets stronger as the game goes on. I wouldn't be surprised if he breaks one here for a touchdown because every game this season he gets stronger in that second half, and he has another first down. Man down far side of the field. Tigers lead 10-6. This is the Tigers radio network. Going to the game this weekend? Yeah, I'm on the team. <laughs> Good one. Get in here, son. Make this. Everybody's going to know your name, Stevens. It's Smith, sir. Exactly. 
No one cares who the kicker is. Until you need it. Kind of like car insurance. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Back to Teamer Field here. 4.08 to play in a defensive struggle. Tigers lead 10-6. Greg Pecco, Christo Garavalas here with you along with executive producer Jim Alsman. And Christo, Tigers moving the football here in the name of the game, drain that clock, but obviously points will be helpful as well. Here you know. Uh, Marple's doing a great job. Moat doing a wonderful job right now, getting two first downs these last couple carries. And Stoga having a tough time here trying to stop Moat. And you know what? This is what we've seen all season. Moat gets stronger as the game goes on. And right now he's at his best. And here we go. 4.03 clock moves on the official signal. 10-6. Ball at the Pioneer 49. Moat fan in the backfield. Rosanio far side wing. Near side hash receiver is Antista. Ball marked at that far hash. 3.48. Reininger taking his time. I'm sure is part of the game plan. Now he gets under center. He's going to take the snap. It's going to be handoff to Moat up the middle. He ducks around a tackle and then brought down. He picks up two, three yards. He's brought down by number 54, MJ Moses. About his third tackle of the game right now. He's doing a nice job. Has great quickness getting off blocks and bringing Moat down. And right now the Tigers are playing game clock right here. They're, they're waiting until the last second to call the play. Ryder's doing a good job identifying the clock, and Marble's doing a good job running the clock out. Timeout on the field by Conestogo. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marble Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! Back here, Greg Pecco, Christo Garavales, campus of... Conestoga High School, Teamer Field, Tigers lead 10-6, 3.31 left. They are in Pioneer territory. It'll be second down and nine at the Pioneer 48. And Christo, Samara Mota has done a good job when he's been given time to pick his hole and move upfield. Absolutely. Offensive line doing a solid job all night for all three running backs. Antista near side receiver, Rodinger under center, Moten fan in the backfield. Movement across the lines. It might be Antista who moved. I couldn't tell. You know what? You can't have these types of mistakes with three minutes left in the game, trying to win the game, trying to run the clock out. And Conestoga has two timeouts left, and Marple has three. You have to be smarter than that right now. And a surprise score in the Central League as Garnet Valley is only up by one point over Pencrest, 14-13 to 13 at the end of the third quarter. So second down and 14. Ball at the Tiger 47 now. Shiraki, the receiver near side. You have... 
Rosanio, wing back near side. Pitch goes to Moat. He finds a big hole, tries to make a cutback, slips down, keeps his balance, now cuts back far side, and he gets back to the original line of scrimmage. A gain of four. Brought down by number 48, Riley Pritchett. Moat doing a nice job on that cut, but you know what? If he stays in the lane that he's in and has that speed like he's running like a madman right now, he stays on that path and he gets outside. Conestoga calls, calls a timeout. He can get that first down right now. And in, during the timeout, we'll bring in executive producer Jim Alsman with a score update at Ridley Strathaven. Yeah, right now, punt return by Ridley takes it down to 10, and Rand, Randolph shortly thereafter goes in from the 6. So Ridley 20. Strathaven 14. I know that makes you very happy, Greg. <laughs> well, it's certainly a uh, a better sign for Ridley in, in a tough year, but uh, a lot of shifting here late in games in the Central League, and as we head later into deeper into the season, Haverford finishes off Radner 42 to seven. Christo, I know you're happy about that. Uh, Absolutely. Ford. Haverford got their quarterback back, and now they won a couple games in a row, and they're ready to roll. Well, here we go. 3.20 to play. T- Tigers lead it by 4.10 to 6. Cherokee receiver far side. Rosanio far side. Wing back ball at the far hash. Fam and Moat in the backfield. Rodinger under center. It is third down and 10. Handoff goes to Rosanio far side. He goes to cut it up. He's tripped up over his own man and brought down. And that'll bring up fourth down. Ball did come loose, but he was down already. Brought down by number 54, MJ Moses. You know what? Right there, everybody's trying to stop Samara Moat. And right there, nobody's on Moat on that fake. You hand it to Moat, he runs 50 yards for a touchdown. Conestoga takes their last time out with 307. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Hey there, welcome to Friendly's. High five. Uh, hi. Is this your new menu? Sure is. It's the high five menu. Five of your favorites, each just five bucks. Great. What's on it? There's the famous, always fresh, never frozen, all-American burger with cheese for five bucks. Oh. Our loaded waffle fries with sour cream, bacon, and cheese for five bucks. Mmm. Our tender grilled chicken wrap or our fresh, crispy chicken salad for five bucks. <gasps> no way. And my personal favorite, the Turkey Club Super Melt for guess how much? Five bucks. Good guess. High five. So, can I get you a table? Sure. For five. Ha! Right this way. Oh, hey, are you on Facebook? Yes. Me too. High five. Let's be friends. Visit Facebook.com slash Friendly's High Five for all sorts of fun offers and absolutely hilarious videos and pictures. It's Friendly's High Five. Oh, yeah, only at participating locations. Back here to Teamer Field. Rodinger's punt is a high spiral, and it is caught by DiStefano but hit immediately hard. By number 44, the Tigers believe that's Parker Moss. What? He sprinted down the field like a madman, didn't stop, and just knocked him out right there. That was a great play by him. So three minutes left. Pioneers take over here, down four points, inside their own 20 at the 17. Now you go four wide receivers, five wide receivers, empty backfield. Bavano out of the shotgun. Long snap count again. He takes the snap. He's going to look to throw in the middle of the field. It is tipped by the Tigers, Schellenberger, and incomplete. You know what? This is where it gets scary here. Conestoga can throw the ball. Marple's defense has to keep everything in front of them, make sure they don't get deep, make sure the receivers aren't running by our corners and our safeties. And right there, inside linebacker does a nice job staying with the tight end and tips it off. Yeah, it looks like uh, Parker Moss was stretching out his calf there, but... um... He seems to be okay and pop back up. 
2.56 left, second down and 10. Tigers lead by four. Empty backfield again. Five wide receivers. Three near side, two far side. Vivano out of the shotgun. Pioneers move left to right. Vivano looks to throw. He steps up in the pocket. He's going to throw to DiStefano. Out of reach of DiStefano. Far side of the field incomplete. You know what? The receiver was wide open there. I got to admit. If the quarterback does a better job setting his feet, his feet were a little wobbly in the pocket, and then he could throw the ball on the money. You know what? The receiver's open. It should have been a completed pass. Christo, we see a lot of defenders continue to stretch back in the secondary. Moss is actually checking out. Do you think it could be cramps possible at this late in the game? Why would they need to do that? Is it Absolutely. It could be cramps, you know. There's no reason why there should be, but it possibly could be. Empty backfield again. Shotgun for Vivano. Five wide receivers, three near side, two far, 251 left. Ball at the 17, third and long. He looks to throw. He's going to try and throw middle of the field for Pritchett. He gets a hand on it, but incomplete as he dropped it at the 38. You know what? Uh, a great win by Marple. You have to say <laughs> it's a great win right now. Wow. There's two minutes left, no timeouts. They got one down left, Christo. I don't I don't want to be counting our chickens. I'm but. counting the chickens. <laughs> We're hatching the eggs. We're getting ready for the playoffs. 10 to 6, 246 left. Fourth down and 10 from the Pioneer 17. So here we go. This is the possibly most likely the final down for the Pioneers with no timeouts remaining. Empty backfield again, five wide, same as before, three near, two far for the receivers. Quarterback Viviano out of the shotgun. Viviano looks to throw. Tries to throw middle of the field. Incomplete over the head. Picked, Picked off. off. Brian first. He's at the 30. Crosses the 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. No, just oh, shy. Oh. <laughs> Take that. Counted the chickens. The eggs are hatching. Guess what? Marple's in the race for the Central League title. Wow, Ryan first, and he, uh, uh, 42, I'm sorry, that was Shiraki. Ryan first was number 43, so Shiraki, we make a correction there, biggest catch and interception of his career right now, and he almost scores. Absolutely, you know what? Conestoga there ran the same play four times in a row. All they did was change where the tight end was at with a faster guy, and he got by the linebacker, but the safety was there for the pass, and the quarterback did not throw a good ball, and there he goes returning it to the two-yard line. And i got to tell you, we're, we're, we're at a bad vantage point to see where this ball actually went out of bounds, but I, 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 the four-yard line is a bad spot by this crew. I'm sorry. Well, 2.33 left, first down and four. Strong opinions from our executive producer. Handoff goes to Moat. He cuts back and touchdown. Samara Moat caps off the game for Marple Newtown. Absolutely great win, great everything by Marple. Nice job with the with the interception and return, and great job by Moat getting in the end zone for the touchdown. Christo, do you think it's a good call to actually go for it there, or just? try to run out the clock. I mean, why give Conestoga the ball back? Well, you know what? It doesn't even matter at this point. They can have the ball. They can have the two points that they didn't get in the first half, and they still lose the game. So forget about it. 16-6. to Nicolardi on for the extra point with 2.26 to play. Snaps good. Kick is up and good. No doubt about it. 17-6 now from Marple Newtown. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. 
Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Back to Teamer Field. Tigers lead 17 to 6, 226 left in this football game. And the Tigers student section far side of the field is extremely excited, and they're going to walk out of here with a win most likely. Absolutely. You know what? Well deserved. You came out here, you played good defense all night, you kept it in the game, and then when time came, the defense won the game for you again. Nicolardi's kick to Baynard near side. He comes up across the 20 and hit immediately at the 22 and brought down. You know what? At this point right now, Conestoga has to think about what are they doing right now. Because you go for those two points, you lose momentum there. you got to come back and get some points here. And they didn't, and they end up losing this game. Huge game. So here we go. They will, the Pioneers will take over the ball at their own 26 as the official spot. 17-6, Tigers lead, 2.20 left. Empty backfield again. They have no choice to throw Viviano. Back to throw out of the shotgun. Looks to throw near side underneath on a little, almost uh, almost a little bit of a pick play on the far side of the field, but incomplete. Yeah, you know what? That uh, the, They're running trips to the left-hand side of the field, and the outside receiver is running straight off fade route. The middle receiver is running a crossing route. That inside, closest guy to the offensive line receiver is running a flat. And when they, when they run that crossing route, they try to pick off the outside linebacker who's covering the inside receiver. But it doesn't work. Five wide, three far side, two near side. Not work, it indeed didn't do. And Vivano out of the shotgun. He's going to look to throw far side of the field. Has to duck under a few men. Rips off a throw now to Gregory near side. Caught at the 50, crosses the 45, and brought down at the 44. 2.05 left. He stays in bounds. Clock moves. Brought down by number 16, Joe Vesco. You know what? Quarterback did a nice job there. Staying in the pocket, buying pressure. Putting a little bit of touch on the ball for Gregory. Gregory does a good job catching it. And here we go. Kind of stick first down. Five wide out of the shotgun. Hurry up. Offense. Bavanio looks to throw. Oh. Your side tipped to the line of scrimmage by number 53 of the Tigers. That is Connor Breslin. Here we go with Connor Breslin. Coming out here. Haven't seen him too much. And there we go. There's a flag on the play. There is a flag down on the uh, Marple Newtown 30 or 31, Greg. So we'll await as the referees conference. And that's going to be a defensive hold on the Tigers here with 158 left. I mean, that was that. I don't know about this call, Christo. This late in the game, all the way back in the secondary, like that. I mean, is that a bit of a, of a home field call? Uh, you know what? It could be a home field call, and you know what? It could be a ref. Maybe went to Conestoga, and then there could be a little controversy. Right uh, here. And and the conspiracy theories begin. Ball spotted. So that fly was at the 34. So here we go, 17-6 Tigers lead. So it'll be first down and 10. Ball at the 34 of the Tigers. 
And now an official whistle is trying to figure something out here now as well. They got a uh, defensive lineman tying his shoe. Yeah. All right. So by the time he gets done, it should give this uh, this crew enough time to spot the ball, actually. <laughs> so up oh, now, here we go. As the shoe tying continues, 17 to 6, Tigers lead. Under two minutes to play here. First down and 10 for the Pioneers at the Tiger 34. As Tigers still have equipment issues with a five wide receiver set set up with Di Stefano and Carter far side along with Pritchett near side stacked receivers are Carter and Gregory and looks to throw and steps up and he's hit in the backfield and dropped by Ken Smith number 75 for a loss Kenny Smith all over the QB brings him down with a minute 48 left in the game and guess what Stoga doesn't have any answers for that Marple D tonight the clock will move now second down and 14 140 left five wide empty backfield for Viviano once again, he's looking to throw again. He's going to step up in the pocket. Shakes off oh. one man. A little shuffle pass and bobbled on the near side by Clancy. And he's taken down after only about three yards on the play. Look at Joe Vesco making the play, talking a little bit after it. You know what? Defense has spunk. Defense has fire. And that's what it's all about in this game. One fifteen left. Third and nine. Five wide receivers. Three far. Two near side. Viviano out of the shotgun. Looks to throw, throws over the middle of the field, tip and oh. dropped by Pritchett. And Schellenberger's fingertips are what broke up that play. Absolutely. And you know what? They're, they're, they've been running the same play all night. And you know what? It's getting old because Marple's defense is all over it. The tight end r- lining up on the inside spot. And now they've stopped the clock. Yeah. Tight end r- running on the inside there. And he's just running a little post route. But the inside linebacker is staying with him the whole time and bumping him off. And under 50 seconds here with the clock stop. Officials conferencing at the 30 to try and put the clock back on, put some time back on the clock. And that time, if if Schellenberger doesn't get his fingertips on it, Pritchett did have some open space ahead, Christo, but a little too late. Absolutely. And you know what? They just their 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 offense is stale tonight. It's the same thing over and over again. And we we watched the tape earlier this week, Greg. We saw the same stuff over and over again. So you know what? Marple's doing a great job identifying with what it is, and they're playing ball tonight. All right, 102 is now put on the clock, so they add 12 seconds. 17-6 lead for Marple Newtown. As the officials try to set up, Viviano out of the backfield. As he's in the shotgun, three wide receivers far side. They are DiStefano, Pritchett, and Carter. Clancy near side with Gregory. Snaps a little high. Throws middle of the field, deflected once more, intended for Carter, and Schellenberger was on it. You know what? Uh, I don't know what else to say, Greg. The same play over and over and over again. Marple defense is once again all over it, and Conestoga just has no answer. You know what? You don't practice a lot to get down the field and score from behind like this. You know what? So maybe they're not ready for it. So with 57 seconds left, is this two kneels out of the victory formation, Christo? Absolutely. You know what? You're in that victory formation. Moat's about 10 yards back there, and you just got to kneel it, run it out, and all the Stoga fans are going home. So we're getting ready for the playoffs while Stoga's going to be staying home this year. And here we go. Victory formation for Jamie Rodinger and the Tigers offense after a 17-point day. And there's the first one. 
A little extracurricular spunk from both sides after that one. Ah, send that kid home. And here we go. Clock winds down below 45. You know, this crew did a nice job tonight. Kind of controlling some of that chippy type of stuff. But uh, they got to be careful late in the game there. And, uh, you know, at this point with a victory, I'm going to figure forgive them on their slowness and their bad spots. Well, it is a rivalry game, and as you mentioned, sometimes it can get chippy. So they did a good job in controlling both sides. And both teams did a good job of controlling themselves and policing themselves. Didn't Absolutely. get out of hand at all. So under 20, it'll be a second kneel down here for Rodinger that will end this ball game here in Berwyn, Pennsylvania at Teamer Field. There's the kneel down. Sit. 10, 9, 8, and we're waiting for under 5 as the Tigers are going to walk out of here with a 17-6 victory. 3, 2, 1, 0. Tigers win the rivalry matchup here in Berwyn. They look to be headed to the playoffs, and they're still in contention for a share of that league title. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. You wouldn't want your favorite team to play only one side of the ball. So when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can tackle more. That's Allstate's stand. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Another coffee shop? No, not at all. Burlap and Bean is a family-owned and operated coffee house. What's the difference? Well, for starters, ambiance. You walk in through the front door, and the first thing you want to do is flop onto their overstuffed leather couch. From your comfortable seat, you'll notice that the walls have been richly painted with the warm colors of fall and host local artwork that rotates monthly. Sit back, take a deep breath in, and let the fragrant aroma of freshly roasted, fair-trade, organic coffee beans roasted on the premises waft over you. Can you feel the stress of your day just melting away? Thursday night is open mic night from 7 to 10 p.m., there are always various forms of self-expression ranging anywhere from comedy, spoken word, poetry, music, and the occasional tap dancer. Burlap and Bean is transformed from a cozy cafe into an intimate music venue each weekend. Every Friday and Saturday night, you can enjoy a live acoustic concert. Get there early, as seats are first come, first served. For more information, visit their website at www.burlapandbean.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Back here to Teamer Field, Greg Pecco, Christo Garavalas, end of game recap, and this game was touted as a rivalry game, and it was all that and more tonight in a 17-6 victory for Marple Newtown, and Christo, an outstanding game for the Tigers here tonight in Berwyn. 
Absolutely. You know what? The Tigers' defense has come to play and shutting people out the past two weeks. Last week they stopped Moriarty, can't do anything with Harrington. Harrington can't move the ball. Tonight they come out, they stop the passing game, they put Conestoga out of their element, make them run the ball a lot more than they're used to, and when they do, they stop them, they stop them, and then the big play at the end of the game, Conestoga driving, the interception, return, in for the touchdown, game over. Nice win by Marvin tonight. In the statistic category, except for the final score, it was pretty similar. Tigers offensively on the ground had 185 to the passing for Conestoga, just the different philosophy there, but similar yardage, Conestoga 175 yards. Team passing for the Tigers, 28, 69 yards rushing for Conestoga. So you see the kind of balance, but just on different, different ways of getting it down the field. Tigers 7, 12 first downs uh, for Conestoga 17. Leading rusher, once again, Samara Moat, 22 carries, 122 yards. Uh, Jarrell Clark, 15 for 54 for Conestoga. Devontae Carter, 5 receptions, 47 for the Pioneers. Fam, 1 for 19. And then uh, you had uh, the, the quarterback, uh, Viviano, excuse me, uh, 37 attempts, 17 completions, 175 yards. So, Christo, there's your statistical categories there, but the score is what matters. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? Each team had one turnover. Usually you can tell who's going to win the game by how many turnovers they have. Each team had one here. It was a great game all night. Tough game to be played. You know, tough loss for Conestoga. They thought they had it in the end. The interception hurt them, just took their heart out. And you know what? The Tigers did a great job ending it. Want to mention two things. Burlap and Bean, one of our sponsors, didn't get this out there tonight, but they are located at 204 South Newtown Street Road in Newtown Square at the shops at Spring- Springton Point. Also, too, I would like to mention, I want to thank Conestoga for their hospitality tonight as well as their uh, TV and radio crew here for sharing the booth with us and allowing to be- us to be here tonight as well. And uh, with that, I'll throw it to executive Duke producer Jim Alsman for his thoughts uh, in the next it was a great game. We, uh, I'm just going to give a final plug and uh, let you guys handle the analysis and the, the last bit of piece of that. But it was a great game. Homecoming next week, 6.30 start. Those of you who are coming out or listening, just remember 6.30. Broadcast start at 6.15. Festivities at Marble Newtown start at around 6 or before. So homecoming, homecoming quarter will be a great one. Uh, and then the next three weeks, you'll hear live coverage on the Tigers Radio Network, hopefully rolling right into the playoffs. And Christo, looking forward to that Haverford game. It is another passing team, and to this point, do the Tigers continue to have that personnel and that that setup and that ability to stop passing offenses? Absolutely. You know what? They proved tonight that they can do it. Last week, you know, they did. They had a great game plan. They stopped Moriarty. This week, they came out. They did it again. They stopped Stoga all around. And you know what? Next week, it comes in a little bit different of a scheme. Marple hasn't played a team that's running the option the way Haverford does. Haverford just got their quarterback back two weeks ago. Now they look like a whole different team. It's always a big game when Haverford and Marples meet. It's right up the street from each other. It's always been a big game. It's going to be a tough game, but we'll see what happens next week. That will do it for us here at Teamer Field, but you can read more about this game and get coverage of the entire 2011 season on eyeofthetigersblog.com. Next week, the Tigers will host Haverford High School on homecoming night with a 6.30 p.m. kickoff on Friday, October 21st at Harry Harvey Stadium in Newtown Square. Coverage of that game will be provided by Greg Pecco, Christo Garavallis, and Vince Gallo on the Tigers Radio Network Live starting at 6.15, special time 6.15 start uh, for the broadcast 6.30 for kickoff. You can listen to it on www.marplenewtownfootball.com and on eyeofthetigersblog.com. 
color commentator tonight, Christo Garavalas, halftime show host, engineer, and executive producer, Jim Allsman, statistician, Sam Snyderman, head football coach is Ray Junta, assistant principal and athletic director at Marble Newtown, Dennis Reardon, the athletic director at Conestoga High School is Patrick Boyle. For Jim Allsman, Christo Garavalas, and Sam Snyderman, I'm Greg Pecco. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Our next broadcast is next week when the Tigers host Haverford High School on homecoming night with a 6.30 p.m. kickoff on Friday, October 21st at Harry Harvey Stadium in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. Coverage of that game will be provided by Greg Pecco, Christo Garavellis, and Vince Gallo on the Tigers Radio Network live starting at 6.15 p.m. on www.marplenewtownfootball.com and iathetigersblog.com. Until then, for Greg Pecco and Christo Garavellis, I'm Jim Allsman wishing you a good night from Berwyn, Pennsylvania, and go Tigers! Just another in a fire.